So I grabbed the medical chart of the patient in room 14, and the chief complaint is abdominal pain. And I'm thinking, oh, man, something so vague. I'm just not up for it today. It's a beautiful sunny day. I want to be out. I mean, I'm in, I'm in training here. I'm exhausted. I'm not up for this. But I walk down the hall, pull the curtain, and there comfortably lies a 40 to 50-year-old man with his legs up on the gurney reading the Sunday paper. <sighs> so I sit down and I say, hi, Mr. B, you want to tell me a little bit about this abdominal pain you've been having? To which he says, yes, I'd love to. So it's, it started last night. I went to this party, and I was drinking quite a bit. Actually, I got totally wasted. And I say, really? Uh, is that something you do a lot? And he says, oh, yeah, I guess. And he goes on and says, well, so I got totally wasted. I start to meet a lot of new people that I don't know. And actually, I go home with some of those new people, and then I pass out. All right, let me tell you about our medical charts. Our medical charts have a section there that we can jot notes about the story that the patient's telling us. So like, for example, this patient I would have written wasted, passed out. <laughs> and then right above that is a section that has um, where you can check orders that you want to be done on this patient. So I w just went ahead and checked the liver function, liver function test. I'm thinking, this guy's an alcoholic, maybe his liver's all swollen. Anyway, so Mr. B continues, and he says, so I wake up in the morning, and my stomach, it hurts real bad. So I feel around, and I feel a ting, ting, ting in my belly. <laughs> and I say, a ting, ting, ting in your belly. Well, I'm actually thinking this. I don't say this. I say, a ting, ting, ting in your belly, and wait, maybe these new people are actually just voices in your head? <laughs> so I write, psych consult, question mark. And Mr. B continues, yeah, so, okay, weird people in my house, I don't know them. I pass out, I don't remember what happened. I wake up with a ting in my belly. I'm going to look around for what's missing in my house. What's missing in your house? Yeah, what's missing in my house? So I look around my whole house, I'm thinking, what could be missing? And I find it. I find the one thing in my entire house that's missing and it's a butane tank about yay big and so big around. So I put the chart on my lap and I look right at Mr. B and I say, Mr. B, that butane tank is the ting, ting, ting in your belly, isn't it? And he says, yes, doc, and you gotta get it out. Now, this is just a side note, okay, for people who don't know a lot about medicine. People put odd things in odd places, okay? I don't know why they do it, but they do. And they can't come in and say just that. I put this here. So they come up with these cockamamie crazy stories trying to lead you down this path so that you just come up with, oh, okay, I, I see what you're saying. I get it. See, emergency medicine, it can be exhilarating. It can be sad. It can be frustrating. It can be downright heart-wrenching. So it's these stories that keep us going through the day. We crack up laughing, right? It's like you're sitting there in the doctor's lounge like, did you hear what so-and-so saw the other day? Somebody said he got out of the shower and sat on a Coke bottle. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so you can believe my excitement that I'm like actually a part of one of these stories. I'm like, yes! I don't care that it's a sunny day.
I don't care that I'm not out there. I am loving my job. <laughs> so I hop up, right? I examine Mr. B, and sure enough, I can feel this hard something that's there in his belly. And I do a rectal examination, and I, I can not only feel that butane tank, but I can feel a lip of the butane tank. So I pick up the chart, I cross off all my previous orders, <laughs> and I go ahead and order an abdominal plane film x-ray. Okay, so I'm justified in doing this because technically I should rule out intestinal perforation from this foreign body, but really, I just wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It was awesome. I mean, just imagine, here's the bright white rib cage, the bright white pelvis, and in between lies a cylinder-like structure, bright white, about so big, and yay big around. So I go back into room 12 and I say, Mr. B, we have indeed found your missing butane tank, and I'm going to have to get a surgical consult to get it out. And Mr. B looks at me with pleading eyes and says, oh, please, doc, please, can you help me get it out? I really don't want to go to the OR. And the logical voice inside my head says, no way. But, you know, I'm an immature, I'm a resident, and my heart says, I can do this. <laughs> it's my job. No, 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 it's my duty to save this guy from his butane tank. I'm going to be his hero. So I quickly come up with a plan, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to use ring forceps, which is something we use in gynecology. And basically, it looks like salad tongs. And at the top of that ring, it's serrated, right, so that we can grab onto gauze. But I'm thinking that will grab onto the lip of that butane tank. So I go get the, the tool, and as I'm walking there, do you think I stop and talk to my tending? Do you think I get a nurse as I'm about to put this patient in a compromising position? Heck no, I don't want anybody to tell me no. <laughs> so I go back into the room. I attach that ring forceps to that. Oh, no, wait. First, I tell the patient of my plan. And he's like, yeah, I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. So, <laughs> so I have the patient get in a dog-like position, and I attach that ring forceps to the lip of that butane tank. And I yank, and I pull. Ugh. And off slips the, the forceps, and I say, rats! And he turns around, and he says, one more time, come on, one more time. <laughs> and I say, okay, 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 but this time, okay, I want you to bear down super hard like it's the worst bowel movement you've ever had in your life. And maybe with you pushing and me pulling, we'll get this thing out. He says, okay, okay. I say, scooch down, scooch down, scooch down a little bit towards me. So he gets back in that dog-like position. I attach the ring forceps to that butane tank, and I put my leg up on the gurney, because I'm going for this, right? I say, ready, Mr. B? One, two, three. Oh. Off flies the ring forceps. I go, Wah! back out of the curtain into the hallway of the emergency room where I hop up, run back in. I say, oh my God, Mr. B, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, did I hurt you? And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. So I take a look, and there where the ring forceps had slipped off, I had this small, tiny tear there of his anus. And I'm like, oh, 
oh my God, I feel so bad. I feel horrible. That's it. That's it. You are done. You're going to the operating room. Well, sure enough, he was whisked down to surgery, and the surgeons quickly removed that butane tank. Now, the surgeons may have been the true heroes that day, but I walked away with a great story, and I think it should be titled, Mr. B and His Missing Butane Tank. <laughs> Thank you.